When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Night, your hub for Habs content. another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. I know this is a bit delayed. Uh, Mason was dealing with a fucking, I think it was like a winter storm uh, the other night. Lost uh, lost internet connection. Then we found it's out called, today. It's called being born in the sticks, my friend. <laughs> and we found out today that his, uh, the what, your internet tower was destroyed in the storm? Or damaged? I, I don't fucking know. Any For any Southern Canadian... <clears throat> you'll know you'll understand with this simple fucking bell that's all i have to say about the internet oh well Well, i I didn't have a good day with my internet provider too Um, otherwise this content would have already been uploaded uh my i haven't even paid for my first month of uh internet and today's outage was like two hours um i checked and to see if there was any uh you know, if, if it was down in my area, it said it wasn't. Um, I did the hard restart while unplugging the, the modem. Didn't work. I did the tech support one where they restarted from where they are. It didn't work. And then I was on the phone with my buddy Matt, and I just decided to do it again while we were on the phone, and it happened to work. Um, I think it's fucking crazy that I haven't paid my first note, and they expect me to pay for something that's not even... I'm not even getting a full month's use out of it. Granted, it like I told him, I was like, if I lose six hours worth of internet, um, I don't feel like I should have to pay for that, especially since it disrupts me from doing my job. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> I know it's petty, but I was like, I'm about to start documenting how long and what date, and then at the end of the month, I'm gonna call him every month. And say I did not receive internet from this point to this point for every one of them, and I don't think I should have to pay for the times that did not have it. I don't care if it's two dollars off. Um, I think it's bullshit that you guys just came here and installed it, and there was a there was a moment on the phone with the person, and he was the person was like, uh, "Yeah, we might just have to get a, a tech assistant to come <laughs> out there and help you." And I said, "I just got this like." less than a month ago and i'm already needing like an in-house tech support for this what the fuck's going on why am i paying y'all for this yeah but uh i I was able to figure it out (laughs) i gotta ask what is like your standard like rate for like your internet bill a month 
Okay, so down here it goes by your internet speed is is what like package you decide to buy. So like how you guys have Bell. Yeah. We have two big providers down here where we live. Um, so there's Cox Communications and then there's um, AT&T, which AT&T absorbed Bell South, which was the southern branch of what you guys know of as Bell. Um AT&T only provided 50 uh, mega whatevers, <clears throat> uh, which is just standard internet speed. And I wanted a little more considering they wanted me to pay like $50 for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I have is, is uh, I think I'm, it's like 100 and 150. Uh, I think it's like megahertz. Please don't. I don't, I don't actually, I don't give a fuck. I'm so sick. I don't care if you'll make fun of me. 150, we'll say megahertz. Uh, of data or whatever internet speed um, and I only pay $60 so $10 more I'm getting double what AT&T offered me with Cox and then there's the 500 which is $80 and then there's the 900 which is like $100 which you don't need 900 fucking whatever's internet speed you're not I, I don't know anybody that would need that the 500 is actually a little fucking outrageous but my buddy's got that. He's a big gamer. His shit never fucks up. The 150 is not really that bad. It's just maybe because it's um, it's been raining a little bit here and uh, we're getting cold, Louisiana cold down here. So maybe that's fucking with it a little bit. Uh, yeah, See, that's, that's our standard rates. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I get in my home about four megabytes a second if i'm lucky and we pay like a hundred and something bucks a month oh no is that like bundled though is that like television as well uh i don't think i don't know to be honest but there's only two (laughs) like cell providers in canada Mm -hmm. bell and rogers so the rates suck that's why i said any canadian when i say fuck bell they understand right yeah you guys are really getting um what do you call it? Um, it it's a like monopoly. It's, it's so monopolized that you guys yeah. are just fucked regardless. Yeah, exactly. Um, but moving on to uh, some hockey stuff, the Montreal Canadiens now have more than double and or triple the amount of COVID cases than any other team. <laughs> and honestly, there's no one else to blame but Gary Batman. You want to make a few bucks in Florida, you fucking got it. Mm-hmm. I hope someone's family member doesn't die because of you. I hope one of these players' careers isn't ruined. <laughs> you know, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, the way the league's handling COVID, the way all these leagues are handling COVID, it's disgusting. But Montreal is getting hit harder than any team in the league right now. Don't expect to see Montreal Canadiens hockey for another two weeks or so. Won't have another home game until January. Like January 16th got canceled. Mm-hmm. Up until then, we'll see how Quebec does. Uh, it's tough times for Habs has fans right now. Like we don't have a lot of hockey to watch, and unfortunately, Laval is also being ravaged because the whole team was up <laughs> with the Canadians. <laughs> so there's not a lot of Habs hockey we can watch. However, we're gonna have to watch Tree Rivers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, fortunately, though, Caden Gooley was invited to the NA- the long list of players um, getting invites to the Olympic team. So oh, nice. hopefully he can play for the Canadian Olympic team. We'll get to see some more Caden Gooley action. Um, 
you know, Canada and the U S are doing their best to uh, fill their depleted rosters um, and kind of scrounge together some competitive teams for the Olympics. It's really going to even the playing field here. And it'll be, like I said, it'll be exciting to see hopefully uh, King Gooley can make the team. Other young defensemen such as Owen Power have been invited. I know Mason McTavish got an invite to the uh, <laughs> Olympic team as well. So we'll probably see a lot of the world junior guys out there playing. But the yeah, subject finally of- get, finally getting a chance to play. Uh, before we move on, though, um, Spitting Chicklets on one of their newest episodes. Um, I'm excited to see um, the roster if, if you know, once, once it comes out. But uh, I think it was Biz had said that he wanted to see the roster um, that that included the NHL players that they wanted to have come on and just see how ignorant these teams would have been. Yeah, um, that would be cool. Because then, you, but I feel like as a Canadian, that would just depress me. Right, but I mean, at the same time, it's like for someone like us, like Montreal fans, we're just kind of stuck. We can watch other teams play right now, you know. But like, if that was to come out. And I'd have something to talk about that day, you know, instead of just like, okay, I have nothing to look forward to with this team for a while. Um, I'm sick just like them. Like you mentioned about the Florida thing. Uh, I, we'll get into it later uh, about why I'm sick, which is kind of the same reason. Um, I was put in a situation where I had to work something that involved a bunch of people that did not give a fuck about regulations. And we love the Superdome. Here we are. You know, I got to meet some of Mississippi's brightest and Texas's brightest. Uh, those have fucking heavy quotations on them. Um, just all college kids uh, came out and got me sick. And I'm so grateful for that, that now I have to forfeit, you know, money from receiving a check to spending it at the doctors again. It's fucking fantastic. Um do you see them? It was another thing Spitting Chickens brought up, but this is something that I, I've been thinking about because we haven't seen it since 2016. What about the World Cup of hockey? I know that COVID's going to be tough to even have that happen, but like if we keep having this shit where we can't go back to the Olympics and Gary Bettman and them find a, a reason, you know, because they're not going to make any profit off of it, um, what's stopping them from allowing another world hockey? Uh, which was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I was still working at the bar when it happened. Um, I'm so foolish to not get a, a team North America and truthfully a team Canada and a team US. Um, it was one of the most fun hockey experiences of like, I guess, this era for me. <laughs> and I guess I'm just missing it now, now that I, I'm getting jibbed out of NHL Olympics again. Um. Well, before we move on to that, because I think that's a subject in its own right, I want to bring it back <laughs> to the Canadian roster uh something that drew the drew the ire of a lot of people myself included on the long list was brendan leipzig and jake Bertanen. both of them are playing in the khl right now Mm -hmm. those of you don't remember yeah uh, brandon leipzig's a piece of shit (laughs) brandon leipzig's a piece of shit but jake (laughs) Bertanen also got accused of rape and that's why he lost his canucks contract holy shit I dude, I don't pay attention to the Canucks enough. Holy fuck. This has to be recent because he played last year. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And Brandon Leipzig was the guy insulting teammates. Yeah. And then and then talking shit about like <clears throat> on the bigger size team. women and, and just just being vulgar about women in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Shotgun Jake has not aged <laughs> that well. <laughs> no. And to see Team Canada, uh, like, endorsing this behavior oh, that's disgusting. is fucking disgusting. And it's really hard as a Canadian <laughs> to then root for, you know what I'm saying? Root for yeah, Team absolutely. Because you're like, the Team Canada is like, oh, well, we lost the NHL. Whereas, uh, well, these two were just recently removed from the NHL and it's, they're, they're still NHL caliber players. They're not fucking, you know, top end people. I don't know probably if like, oh my God. NHL caliber players. Well, to be you honest. know what I'm saying? Like they were on a, on a decent team. They were third <clears> or fourth <throat> line. Um, but I'm sure that the, you know, Canadian, uh, the Canada organization is just like, yeah, let's, let's fucking bring them in. And I think that's dirty. That's a dirty tactic. It's disgusting. Dirty. And I really hope it's just part of the rumor mill. I'm sure we'll find out as the days come. But, yeah, that'll be really hard to uh, don the Canadian crest if they're wearing it. I don't know if I could support that team, truthfully. Uh, yeah, that's like moving. if they brought – that's like if Russia brought uh, Vo- Voinov or whatever his name was that played for L.A. that was, like, accused of beating people and shit. <laughs> I mean, they're, they both got jobs, professional contracts in the KHL, so <laughs> – they're, they're still playing pro hockey. I'm not sure Russia cares as much. Right. But Canada should carry itself to a higher standard. Um, but moving on to <laughs> brighter, happier news. Absolutely phenomenal hiring by the Montreal Canadiens. President of Hockey Communication and other ops, Chantal McAbee, formerly now of RDS, who is a phenomenal reporter, a phenomenal woman, not only – do we have a woman in a big position in the NHL? But she is definitely, bar none, the most qualified person for this job. Chantal has worked in not just media, but Quebec, French media, since mm-hmm. 1989, when she became the first, or actually probably before then, but 1989, she became the first uh, lead anchor for a sports wow. uh, uh, program in Quebec ever. Um, she's paved the way she's universally respected and i think it's not only was she more qualified than anyone else but how is that vest of that nest of vipers in montreal gonna you know tear her down when she's the queen <laughs> you yeah know what i'm saying like she's these are her colleagues that are going to be talking to her and i think she's going to be very well positioned to handle any sort of shit that they're inevitably going to throw at her. And I just think that's, you know, since Mark Bergevin's left, uh, uh, Molson is now two for two on hirings because he nailed it with Gordon. He nailed it with Chantel. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know much about Chantel. Um, I mean, I'm excited about it because I, you know, I want everyone to have a fair chance. And if you're the qualified person, I don't think it matters what you what your gender is or you know what your pronouns are i think that if you're the perfect person for this job you absolutely deserve to have that job not based on what's below um but i mean you know i didn't really dig that far but i mean she was in the business for 38 years of just you know laval native but just journalism in the quebec media um but five years in you know you got to go from just you know finishing college and then five years of just learning the trade uh, she gets picked up with RDS and she's worked, you know, she's worked with them as the first, she was the first, like you said, 
but 32 years there, you know, like that is a, I don't know shit about her, but that screams, this is someone that knows exactly what they're doing. And for her to come on 32 years ago, uh, to be the first woman to do it. I can't imagine how brilliant she is because women were not taken serious uh, in media. I mean, they're just starting to make headway now, but they were not taken serious um, in media, at least in the U S but for someone to have 32 years on her belt, uh, that's unreal. And uh, I'm really excited about this hire. <laughs> like you said, Molson is really plus two right now. You know, <laughs> Uh, things actually feel good despite no games. <laughs> well, and I think it's an interesting hire too. And I hate to be the person who brings it up because <clears throat> I guess it's kind of a why go there topic, but I uh-huh. do think it's an interesting topic to bring up and I'll bring up the Logan Malo situation uh, <laughs> simply he's, because he's playing for team Canada in the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> what I mean to say is I think it's interesting that Montreal has gone from, I think, a, it, with that draft, a lot of people could have been reasonable enough to say that, I don't think it would have been far-fetched to say that Montreal was showing a little bit of disregard for women and women's rights. Now, Montreal is hiring a year later less than a year later, actually, is hiring not, okay, Chantal Maccabee is the most qualified candidate, but they're hiring a very, you know, successful woman in a very big position in their office. And I just wonder if there were maybe internal talks about about that situation. I'm not saying she was hired for that. I'm saying I wonder how she felt about the situation. And I wonder how this makes the organization look. Maybe it shows that, you know, we said previously Molson had to have been consulted. Maybe he wasn't on that Malo situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, the optics of it, I think are interesting. I don't think they play a part in the hiring at all, which is why I was hesitant to bring it up. But I do think it's an interesting, it'll be interesting to see where the narrative in Montreal goes from this hiring. Okay, so for me, that you brought it up, it feels like any good that this team does, like, uh, you know, erasing inequality type of stuff, it's going to have an asterisk because of the mishandling of the Logan Malo pick. And I don't think it's like a, a humongous asterisk, but it'll always be brought up, just like it was just brought up now. Um, hopefully – Things are looking like hopefully like what you just said about maybe Molson not knowing anything about it, because uh, if I'm Chantel, I know how important I am. I know my worth and I I wouldn't want to be associated with um, a company, we'll say, or a franchise, an organization that, you know, is 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 just been in the the news as a a negative. You know, that's why this is this. No, go ahead. I just don't mean to interject. I just don't want what I'm saying to be misinterpreted. And why the reason I bring it up is because I'm saying that Chantel has worked with RDS. And mm-hmm. Corey, I'm not sure if you I don't RDS, know shit about it. <laughs> RDS is just French TSN. <laughs> right. Okay. It's TSN in Quebec. Okay. That's all mm-hmm. it is. 
she's worked there. She's been covering the hat. She's one of the best. Like, we don't, I don't bring her up with you enough because I know that French. I don't know shit about it. Exactly. I, I really but, need to learn French. <laughs> but she's a great, she's always been a very trusted source and, you know, been very reputable, very respected. I know that she knows enough about the Logans. She knows more than we do. Absolutely. 100%. So what I'm wondering is that I, if it even played a role in her hiring, in mm-hmm. her accepting the job, which I'm not sure it did, but I wonder if maybe she's learned more about the situation and maybe we can take this as a sign that Montreal is doing all they can with Mala. And now that she's there, I'm saying it's a positive thing because there's more incentive to handle that situation correctly. I, I don't take it as a negative and that there's an asterisk. I'm saying, I think it's a big positive Chantel is there now because I think it's a way of like, we can be certain that this situation is going to be handled correctly. Right. And there's also the possibility, like keep in mind, Montreal could very realistically have a, another woman in a big position as the general manager here in mm-hmm. the next week or so. So I think it's great that Montreal's hired her. And I think that her presence can really only bring positive outcomes for this organization. No, I think you're absolutely right. Well, we made a big, a big move of hiring uh, Gordon, which was a, a, you know, a non-francophone. That was a great step towards the future. Uh, We're going to actually appreciate analytics. And this is another great step for this team, you know, to, to move towards, you know, a better future. And uh, I wasn't taking, um, I wasn't taking like, like what you said, like, I know you wanted to retract Well, not retract, but like take over for a second and, and say that like, you know, I guess like I was misconstruing it or whatever. My aspect of it comes from like a U.S. media. Like this is how, if the U.S., if this woman was in the U.S., like it was the Canadians was a Mont- uh, was a U.S. team, it would have been brought to the attention like that. They would have found anything to make them related, you know, clickbait. But um, that that's all I was trying to say when, when I was talking about it is that, you know, I guess because I've been stuck in the U.S. my entire life, like I, I just that's what the headlines I would have believed would have had something to do with that is all. OK. Yeah, no. No, it wasn't um, me, like, mis- misunderstanding you. It was just, like, this is how it would be perceived down here, you know? No, definitely. That they were trying to, you know, they slapped themselves in the face, and now they're trying to, you know, cover it up, you know, by, by adding positive things, you know, like trying to get, um, you know, back in the, the positives of the fan base. But, no, um, regardless, amazing hire, so – Definitely. And uh, like I said, in the coming week or so, we should find out who Montreal's uh, new GM is going to be. And, you know, I got to ask, you know, who, who would you put your money on? Who would you bet on? But first, I think we might have a word from our sponsors at DraftKings. I love when you set it up. Yes, we actually do. Uh, Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. 
Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposits. So guys, remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down just $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dude, you really, you really like grabbing apples now, dude, with these uh, with these ad reads. Because I, I literally just had pulled it up because I was like, fuck, if I don't keep this as like what I'm looking at on my screen, I'm going to forget it. And I'm going to have to add it at the end. <laughs> I just, I, you know, cause sometimes we just get into a really good discussion. And then at the end of the episode, there's just a random ad read. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on top of my shit today, man. And the, you know, my question still stands. Who do you think, who would you put your money on after all we've heard? You know, I think, I don't think there's a clear favorite, you know, Montreal has done, it seems even now, post-Mark Bergevin era, done a really good job of keeping things low-key. Not a lot of rumors come out of Montreal. But who are you putting your money on for the general manager position? I mean, truthfully, I'd still like to, to say that it's um, <laughs> the fucking guy we, were, we fell in love with. Uh, but unfortunately, he's really falling out of considerations i guess martin jr has not been what i understand released by anaheim oh okay um now it's not patrick wah but the rumors of like a roberto luongo now granted um i don't know much about him i do like that there's another very recent former player that's up for for a possibility but someone i had brought up in the immediate discussion, Matthew Darsh has gone uh, from like mid range to like top of the list. in a lot of these articles, um, it's the guy I had mentioned. He's been with Tampa Bay since 2019. He's got the two Stanley cups with him. Um, and he's been working under Julian breeze. So I think that that's, that's a guy who's got a lot of, a lot of um, really good information under him. A lot of experience. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of experience now, but he's got a really strong experience of the last, you know, uh, I'd probably say like three years. Uh, I think if you can get Matthew Darsh from Tampa, Matthew has to be your guy. Uh And I totally agree with you. What you've been, you know, what we've seen, what we've heard. I put my money on Matthew. Um, I (laughs) I don't mean to cut you off, but this article, uh, he it's highlighted found ways to exploit the cap loophole was Matthew yeah. Darsh. And he's, the man. <laughs> so. he's the man behind, you know, the plan. Like he's the cap genius. He's been very involved in that organization. And personally, Patrick wall, we've discussed enough does not work. doesn't work with this organization. He does. He's not going to want Jeff Gordon sniffing around his business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can, you know, you, you, the people can change not in their late 50s <laughs> but i think you matthew, are who you are i think matthew darsh fits into the same ideas that i had with uh mark madden was that he's a young guy um could really use someone to help help him get his toes with with it 
I think Matthew Darsh fits that role with Jeff Gordon just as well. Um, I agree. It's just that Matt Gord, what whatever the fuck his name is, had you know he had like um, what you call it like draft. He was like a draft guru, so like that's why I was on riding that train so hard. But yeah. I think that Matthew Darsh has um, has his own level of experience that is could be very crucial to this organization. The the reason I like Darsh is because Jeff Gordon in his um, press conference said that he wants someone who's different than him, who compliments him, who has a different point of view. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Darsh has that. Darsh, you know, we've heard is a salary cap guy. He's behind the scenes guy. Gordon knows how to make those big moves. Pulled in Zabinajad. He got Adam Fox. He knows how to draft. He knows how to sign free agents. He can construct that area of the roster. Darsh, I think, will be there for the analytical side. He'll be there for the salary cap, which Montreal is going to need. With Carey Price, Josh Anderson, Brendan Gallagher, some monster contracts, Jeff Petrie, they're going to need someone who knows how to fuck their way around the cap. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Who knows how to take those cap rules and make them their bitch and just exploit the hell out of them. <laughs> we need that guy. And I think the more I talk about it, the more I read, Matthew Darsh is the guy. I really just think he's the guy you want on that team. And I mean, this one doesn't really come like, like what I'm about to say doesn't really come from like, um, I guess like an experience out of it. It's more of just an opinion for me that I like about him with him playing for the Habs. He was never like a star for the team, like, like a Patrick law, like he played a very small role, but in order to stay with us, you know, well, his, his career in general, you know, he was always like a kind of bottom player, but for someone to grind like that, he knows exactly what it means to put on the Habs jersey. He knows the legacy, and he knows what it takes to grind it out in the league. And I love that aspect, and it's not just a superstar player that's coming in and getting this chance to be a GM. This is a guy that, that could really understand what it you know what some of these lesser guys are doing or, or why they're important to the team and why like adding someone like that could really change the momentum of well, you know, like the, the group itself. Um, I don't think that that's like a, a big booster, but for me, uh, I like that about him, that he was just a, uh, a guy that was just chomping at the bit to stay in the league. Um, I think that he'll bring a lot of knowledge on like, like someone like Corey Perry, you know, like granted he wasn't, he was the star of a league at one point, but like adding someone like that uh, to a team and how a, a, a older veteran like that can really uh, boost a locker room. You know, I just think little little bits like that, his knowledge from just being someone who had to grind it out in the league is more more beneficial than a guy who just got everything he wanted. No, I agree. I, I think we're in agreement there. I'd put my money on Matthew Darsh. I think he's the guy I want. And I'm excited to see uh, what direction Jeff Gorton and Molson choose to take in the coming weeks. So... Uh, kind of short and sweet today, but did you have anything else you wanted to add before we kind of take it out? No, um, fortunately, one of our one of our fans, uh, I've been talking about uh, maple whiskey with him, and because um, I've been wanting to try that for so long, it sounds amazing. Um, and he's like, "Is is it okay if I send you a bottle?" And I was like, "That sounds amazing, but it'll never get past customs." Um, and then I was I was researching it because the last time I looked this up was like. I was like your age. Um, and I figured 10 years later, 11 years later, the times had at least had to modernized. And no, it's still just about nearly impossible to fucking 
get any type of liquid uh, shipped to Louisiana from, uh, I mean, really out of state, but really internationally is like not possible. But thanks for trying when it's when it's possible. I would definitely love that. <laughs> Maybe uh, when uh, you come up here at some point. I have a checklist. Who knows? <laughs> when I get we'll up there, to, uh... I have to definitely buy certain stuff. Uh, he even recommended a uh, a whiskey vodka. I mean, not a Jesus, a maple flavored vodka. Um, and that sounds crazy, too. Well, as we've talked previous, we don't know when it's going to happen. But the Habs nightly vlog when Corey gets up here, you know, we'll have some <laughs> video stuff. We'll have some stuff going on. So maybe we'll have to get the maple whiskey out and have a few. There's so many Canadianism uh, things that I want to try, like uh, like donairs and shit like that. Like, I don't know. There's just so much that I want to try from over there. It's funny. So maybe when maybe if we lock in a date, we can have people uh you know, leave us messages on the uh, the speak pipe and uh, like recommendations of stuff I should try while I'm out there. I'm, I'm sure you have a, a bunch of shit that you could recommend, um, but I'm excited. But you know what, folks, this has been a short and sweet episode. I'm actually surprised Mason's internet did not cut out and mine did not turn off again. So we might as well ride the lightning uh, while we still have it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been Habs Nightly. As you know, please follow us on Twitter at Habs Nightly and Bayou Benders. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And when the games come back on for us, we hope they're successful. You guys have a great night. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.